is to make up new words to a song that already exists. Oh, well, you should do that then. Past tens, a top ten time Welcome back to Past Tens, a top ten time machine. It's the podcast where we go back in time to a certain date in the past and look at the Billboard top ten hits on a given day. But sometimes we do a special category, and we're going to get really weird today. You'll know what that means in a moment. My name is Dave, your co-host today, White and Nerdy. I'm White, he's Nerdy. It's the Chartmeister with me, Michael Milt Wolf. Yeah! I would take exception to that, Dave. <laughs> Except we're both white and nerdy. All right, I, I, I admit it. I admit it. I don't think so. That was you called me a, a dumbass a couple weeks ago on the pod. I so, did. No, dumb I as did. A, dumb as a board. That's what in you said. front of others. I know. Yeah. What was that? I all thought about? it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> you I love taking shots at Dave. You enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed. I'm so it. used to taking shots at myself. It's nice to throw the arrows in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. That's and fine. you were the target. All fair in podcasting. Yes. So Dave, very excited today. This is going to be a little bit of a twist. So we have expressed our love for Weird Al Yankovic in the past because when a hit comes up, Milt is always great at finding the Weird Al parallel universe song that's out there. And uh, listen, we know he's not Beethoven. We know he's not McCartney and Lennon. But man, is he fun. And if you haven't noticed yet, for a couple weeks ago, a movie came out on the Roku channel, which I didn't realize I had until a few nights ago. <laughs> That's Which is why the Roku channel decided to do this movie, because nobody knows about it. Yeah, it's so free. They've it's said, free, what though. can we do to right. make people actually look for us? Right. And they did, somebody said, I got it. Right. So weird out. So our countdown will jump off of this. We're going to play a little bit of the trailer trailer for weird the Al Yankovic story. I'm tired of people thinking I'm some kind of joke. Your dad and I agreed it would be best if you just stop being who you are and doing the things you love. My whole life, all I wanted. I'm afraid we found your son at a polka party. Just to make up new words to a song that already exists. Oh, well, you should do that then. Dude, I've got chills. <laughs> All right, so that's that's enough, I guess. So now you correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. You have watched the film. I've Am I seen right? It. Yeah, I watched it the night it came out. <laughs> that's oh, what, I that's thought. What maybe my life you, like attended the world. You know, we're very <laughs> no. high profile podcasters now. I thought maybe you got an invite to the to the world premiere screening. No, but uh, I did watch the whole thing, and as we've talked about before, it, stan- it stars Daniel Radcliffe, who's like a you know a big star. It has some other cool. I don't want to spoil anything because it, it there is a twist in the movie that I guess it's fair to say you, you could probably tell from the trailer. It's not a story told on the level. It's a story told in sort of through a weird Al parody like style. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, he's a parody musician. You might as well do a parody movie, right? Well, that's what I'm assuming it is. That's right. And so. But my big question, does does he pull it off? Does Daniel Radcliffe become Weird Al? Because that's a little hard to see. I think so. I mean, it's it's not... you know he's he's not Daniel Day Lewis doing Lincoln Lincoln here, right? I mean he's, he's he does he do, he has like some of his mannerisms now, but but that's not important. I mean he's as long as he's he's got a good good comedic style that we probably didn't know he had, and but he goes all in. He goes he, oh he definitely goes all in. Um, it is it 
it's often bizarre. If if there's a point in the movie, the way, if I give, had to give you advice, this is important. This is advice for watching the Weird Al movie, right? I need uh, advice right. for the. Okay, <laughs> right. this is interesting. Is if something seems odd or off, it's because it's supposed to. It's a weird movie. He is Weird Al. Um, some cool cameos, uh, and then the some cool stunt casting. I, maybe you would call it that, but Rain Wilson plays Doctor Demento. Now you know who Rain Wilson is. Of course, yeah. from The Office. Dwight. That's good casting. Very good casting. So it's enjoyable to see him. And then, I don't want to... There are other... Don't so, do it! I'm not saying it. I'm, this is general thing. There are other... I mean, so, you got you to gotta figure it's going to take weeks for our listeners just to find the Roku channel. Yeah, I know, right, right. And well, then when they find it, they'll learn. Are there ads in it? Do you have to watch ads? I can't remember. I don't think so, but... Roku, I think, as far as I can tell, is a free channel that is supported by As long by as ads. you have a Roku stick, right? Oh, I don't know. Roku came with my TV. So, so that's, You're that's, a Roku smart TV. That yeah, sort of counts. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think if you have a smart TV, you can add the Roku app, no matter who you are, I think. Uh, okay. Anyway, you shouldn't have a problem finding it, but... Um, I definitely give it a thumbs up. I, I almost, It's weird. I almost want to go back and watch it again because I feel like I might have missed a couple little jokes. Um, it, it's it's just uh, it's bizarro. It, I mean, and it, it reminded me, unsurprisingly, of his movie that he did in the 80s called UHF, which you saw, right? I did, I mean, which wasn't that good. No, it was it wasn't a classic, but it had great moments. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was, and it was true to Weird Al's bizarro spirit. So this is this is a better movie, I think, fair to say, and um, it's just fun. Good. Just enjoy it. And so, inspired by that, we decided that today we will count down the top ten favorite parody songs. Yeah, there okay. we, you asked that as a question. Well, just because I want, I want, I don't want our listeners to freak out and think, well, and say that can't, that's not the top ten parody songs. It's, it's no, it's really more it's of our definitive. favorites. Right, we're just sort of these are ten very enjoyable parody songs that we are highlighting today. How's that? That's right. And our rules for this were: it needs to be a parody of an existing song, so not Correct. a parody of a concept, and not just a funny song like disco duck or something like that yes it's not about just being funny it has to be parodying something that already exists and is very recognizable correct that's right we did make a rule that a parody artist can only be featured once in the top 10 because otherwise we might as well just say it weird al probably would have had half of the top 10 but unfortunately that is the case so we 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 put ourselves in check but i'll say this if there was a golden era for parody songs, this is probably it. It probably peaked during the the. You know how many parody songs there are about the pandemic? I know. <laughs> In fact, I, I kind of downgraded them on a lot of my list because yeah. I was like, there are too many of them, right? Right. But you know, it's so easy to do videos now, right? And the whole TikTok revolution has got so many more people into doing it. It's kind of its own art form. That's right. And so we're so, doing. I mean, our entire podcast is a parody. It is. We don't know what the hell we're doing. It's a parody of a good podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, right. It, and, uh, some of these will be, I mean, I don't know if what you found, Milt, when we, I mean, we did, uh, you know, not a lot of research on this, they're parody songs, but we went down these, I found, I mean, some of them are sort of lovingly low budge, but there are a lot that are, that have oh. production value that, that have like, that sound like the actual artists I know. and some of the people, videos. I, I think it's yeah. just easier to do. It's not only easier to do video, it's easier to do audio than it ever was before, but there's some good musicians sitting in their basements with equipment exactly. and they're making a count on these videos. Impressive. Exactly. 
All right. Should okay. We, should we get to I it? I think we should just dive in. We're just going to do 10 songs today, right? Right. Maybe we'll, with a few twists mixed in and out. Of. We'll do 10. Before we announce number one, we have a couple of awards to give out, so you get a couple bonus little tastes of other funny stuff. I um, like it. But uh, let's proceed to the countdown, shall we? Let's do it, right. Dave! Number 10. Okay, sounds familiar I'm so far. feeling hungry tonight. Got a hankering for Have my peas and Brussels sprouts and my favorite iPad beans. My stomach's turning like a swirling storm inside. <laughs> Can't keep it in even if I try. Oh, dear. <laughs> so she said beans. You heard that, right? I can't believe you didn't rank this higher, Milt. You skipped this I one. know. I, it's so funny. I, I kind of just heard, like, Let It Go at the beginning. I was like, oh, I don't like this song. I don't yeah. want to hear this. Right. And I, I denied myself the pleasure of a, a gaseous uh, celebration. Yeah, there's a video that, that just... Who is this? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I could say whose YouTube channel it's on, but... I, yeah, I, I, well, who is it? Nick Mao, M-A-O. He's got... 37 subscribers, but I guess that's not him. Oh, saying. that's not him. That's so, definitely not him. So, yeah, I, I I have to say, I don't know, but you can you can YouTube it. It's obviously it's called Let It Let One Go. Uh, but I think she is a great sound alike for in, what's her name? Indeed, I don't want to John Travolta this. Adina Menzel, Adina right? Menzel, yeah. Right. Doesn't she sound like her? Totally. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let, uh, let one awful. Go. I thought it was clever. Yes. Goodness gracious. All right. So that, <laughs> there's not much more we can talk about that, right? You'd think that no. would be sort of my theme song, but I kind of missed it. <laughs> we, there is a fair amount of fart content on this podcast, and we salute that. We so, do. We have so, no issues with that. I don't think our, be... our listeners might. We may have literally, we're going to see like the, uh, the, the listenership by time, and all of a sudden there's going to be this massive drop off right here. Everybody's going, <laughs> click, never mind. <laughs> It does remind me of the office where, you know, bumbling office manager Michael Scott claimed to be a uh, a great parody songwriter. And one of the songs he refers to is Total Eclipse of the Fart, which I can only imagine how bad that is. I still ask my kids to pull my finger and they don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. And I still do it. I'm normally not a fart humor guy, but for some reason you bring it out in me, so... Ooh, Way to go, man. Literally. Quite Way literally. Yeah. All right, Dave, back in the machine. Well, let's Keep that one go. There, yes. <laughs> Number nine. Your father and I have 20 years of being in perfect sync. We just, we go together. We go together like, like. Together like a ding a ding a ding a dong. She's thin and pretty. And I love him. 
him cause he's so big and strong. Flip flop, flippity floppity flop, bip bop that boo boo bobby. Sam and Froggy, we go together like Steve's palm. And a gallon of Lubriderm. I've got a big chin. And that goes great with my huge virginity chin. That's probably the highlight right there, but... So it is from American Dad, Stan and Franny, parodying the, the Grease song. It's funny the way it ends, though, and, and it's almost over, so I might as well play at the end. Stop! Where's Roger? I left in the middle of the song. It turned into all gibberish, and I won't be a part of it. <laughs> I mean... Which is true. That's the truth, but the gibberish, yeah. of course, is the best part. Right. Absolute nonsense, but... This also, this entire podcast could have been Seth MacFarlane's songs, too, right? That's, that's true. Especially if we were doing just straight funny songs, not just parodies, but... Right. He's But he's parodied show tunes. You know, there was a family guy with a featured Frank Sinatra Jr., where I'm pretty sure they parodied a lot. And then he'll do other funny things like, uh, well, was Mark Hamill on The Simpsons or Family Guy? Now I can't remember. I think Family Guy, I think. Uh, he... <laughs> he he was cast in this local in the on the episode he's cast in this local production of guys and dolls and they make him go out and sing guys and dolls we're just a bunch of crazy guys and dolls and then he says you know what i don't think this is in guys and dolls they're like <laughs> shut up skywalker keep singing anyway uh, I don't it still know. blows my mind that mila kunis is the voice of i know meg griffin yeah yeah always blows my i don't know I just love that well the anyway. and, and the voice of uh one of the other voices on that show is the manager Alex Bornstein? Bornstein, the manager on yes, for, on uh, Mrs. Mrs. Maisel, Maisel, right? Right. Who's now like a yes. Emmy Award winning? I but, forgot that. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. By the way, for some reason, Greece I drink is life for parody songs. Like there's Greece song, Greece parodies everywhere. We might have a mention of another one coming up. Ooh, which is okay. Maybe even better. Yeah. Put a pin in it, Dave. Put a pin in it, but not this next one. You ready? Yes. Number eight. Peace. Stay in. <laughs> I decided to stay in tonight. While my friends are out having good times. Gonna try and get some work done. While my friends are all having fun. Try to organize my bathroom shelf. I rated this high literally yeah. on your behalf. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I do like my my uh, post-2000s hip-hop, and this is, of course, is a parody of LMFAO's Party Rock Anthem. It's the party in Anthem. No, staying in Anthem. Sorry. And, uh... Anyway, it's, it's funny. You should, you should YouTube it. It's uh, a product of collegehumor.com. And the guy looks exactly like the guy from LMFAO. And I just think it's, I, I do think it's funny because, I mean, it's a hip-hop song celebrating partying. And it's like, what if you wrote one celebrating the dude who just says, ah, you know, I'm going to hang in tonight. <laughs> and I, I think it's funny what he says, like, I'm going to try to get some work done because because that, that's like, the older we get, the more it's like, oh, I'll stay and Maybe I'll get a little work done and then end up, you know watching reruns of park parks and recreation or something exactly you know? <laughs> right at right. best yeah right. no doubt yep 
I, yeah, I just think this is uh, this is. A, and by the way, we should point out that all of the songs in this countdown are are better if watched on video too. The songs yeah. themselves are hilarious, but they definitely get something with the visuals too. So we'll make sure to put. I always say we're going to post those on our website, and half the time I forget. This one I won't. I'll remember this one. All right, Dave, back in the machine. Moving on. Uh, bringing the clowns. Number seven. We met last night at the club. You told me you were in love. Came home and smushed in the tub. And now you're in my yard. Woke up and saw you were gone. You're running across my lawn without your pants or shoes on. Here comes my St. Bernard. Vodka was flowing, but cleavage was showing. Your mind, I was blowing. Then we were so freaking wasted. You're my boyfriend. My name is Carl. That has a funny video, too. Yeah, in the video, the the guy looks like your sort of normal 20-something guy who went to a club and got lucky and was all psyched about it in the moment. The girl is played by a dude in in drag who is is barely in drag. Like, it's just, um, I don't know what significance that has, but... It's, but it's really funny. If you listen to the lyrics, it's like every possible nightmare you could expect from a one night stand. Like, I'm crazy, and I'm, so, she puts them in handcuffs. She makes. And them I look. like the fact that it's this song he chose, which is sort of like this kind of like innocent kind of fun, whatever. And it's like, oh, actually, she might be psychotic. Yeah, and you know what? It's uh, it's appropriate because if there's I, by the way, were you pro or con? Call me maybe. Oh, now loved we, it. Me, I'm not gonna lie, too. I loved it. Me too. Always loved it. Uh, was unashamed in listening to that in the car all the time. It's a good tune, but if there's a knock on it, it is silly and maybe a little bit too, what, positive, earnest. Um, yeah, I mean, the rah, ear rah. candy thing can be a little, like, uh, irritating also. No, but, yeah, the, and it but is... the the if there isn't, there's, it's kind of a vacuous message. It's like, hi, I do. I know we just met, but call me maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's, it's uh, the music that I like, man. Yeah. It's the music, I not know. the message. I know. Okay, All right, uh, fun one. Fun That's one. one to watch on video, too, for sure. Yep. We move on. Okay, we do. Number six. Now, for this one, I normally don't talk before <laughs> I ruin the rhythm of the show, but it, it helps to picture this is being sung by, like, a fourth grader. Okay? You want me to do okay. the sound effect again? No. Okay, here it is. Just gonna run past you on my it's all right because I'm not sure who I like. Why did you give me an Indian burn? I told the principal because it really hurt. You're such a stupid jerk. <laughs> I can't tell her that I like her. I can only shoot her with the spit. She should know that it means the same thing after all. I threw glue at her just to get to reaction. She was a distraction from addition and fractions. Drew a picture of her because I thought she was neat. We've always been close because we have assigned seats. I'll never forget when I passed her that note because she checked the 
box, yes, and that's all that she wrote. From then it was great, then we had a play date. We played house, and she made me a fake Play-Doh steak. The next day I saw something that I'll never forget. She was playing and laying with Kyle in the ball pit. I started to cry and lay down on the floor. I said, you're a fart face, I don't like you no more. I want you out of my heart, but you're stuck like a splinter. Goodbye, my mom's calling me for dinner. You said mean <laughs> I mean, it was, Little M&M. what a what, That's a three-year-old. And what a great, uh, you know remembrance of what it was like to have a crush on a girl in the third or fourth grade or however old they are, right? That you pass the girl the note, you know, or or usually it's like a third party that passes you the note, you know, do you like Linda? Check one. Yes. No. Right. And you were either like incredibly psyched or incredibly bummed out if um, you got the wrong one. But I thought it was funny. There's a, there's a lot of cool little details in there. And once it's again, adorable, it's, Dave. It's very nice. And talk about turning a song on his head. It's head. You know, the, the real song is about domestic abuse. And, and so it's kind of a nice, uh, almost musical comeuppance, you know. True that. Yeah. Okay. Should have done a Luca parody. <laughs> well, yeah. That, is that a bridge too far? Well, no. It would be the same thing. It would be the same exactly. thing. I'm sure there are there are parodies of. Uh, There's got to be a Weird Al uh, one. We have to dig that up. We'll we'll dig it up. I went to um, summer camp with a guy named Aaron Waluka, and people used to go around saying, "My name is Waluka. I live in Bunk Seven. You know. Yeah, that's not on the list. I want to make that clear. All right, listen, we're halfway through. <laughs> this is a this is a rocket ship pod. You're a fart this face, is... <laughs> and I don't <laughs> like you anymore. We really are. And I'm going to throw you in a ball pit. All right, this next one is cool and interesting, and uh, it's well-deserved, according to many. So Hmm. Okay, then. There's a setup. Here we go. Number five. An old man turned 98. He won the lottery and died the next day. From a severe paper cut from his lottery ticket. <laughs> it's a black fly in your Chardonnay that was specifically purchased to repel black flies. <laughs> it's a death row pardon that causes your demise because you leave the jail and get hit by a bus. <laughs> and that really is ironic. <laughs> we fixed it. <laughs> So, yeah, she said, if you didn't hear that last part, she says, we fixed it for you, Alanis. It's finally ironic. And you know what this is about, right, Milt? Yeah, I mean, it, it is true. She sang an entire song about irony where none of the exact examples were anything close to what irony is. Well, I would and just, she kind of took some abuse for that, right? Yes, she did. It became sort of a running gag theme, what have you, in music circles that... And I think a bunch of English teachers across the country pointed out, excuse me, Alanis, but none of these things are ironic. I would I would push back. I, I felt bad for Alanis Morissette because the thing is, this song, this parody song actually demonstrates why you can't, if you're going to name a bunch of things, you don't have time to explain the whole story and why it's ironic, so you got to read a few things in. Like, it, a guy who was fear of flying and finally got the courage to fly, and then the plane crashed, that could be ironic, given certain other factors, you know? Um, Look, bottom line is, she was apologizing for her mistaken use of the English language while literally counting $100 bills. Oh, One, right, yeah, two, yeah. three, yeah. 
I don't feel so bad. I don't think it I, was just I, a song. Exactly right. That, but that's my point. Like and pe- right. people were like, uh, you know, like, I mean, but it is. It was, you know, it was wrong. Certain parts of it were wrong, but certain parts I would push back and say those those could be ironic things. But fine. But this was a perfect kind of. Twist I mean, rain, that. rain, funny. rain on your wedding day. That that's not ironic. That's. Do just, you know who the singer of that one was? No, I don't know any of these, and I can't really look too carefully because, as I told you before we started recording, I can't see out of my left eye. I have, oh. <laughs> I have an eye infection that I'm I dealing with. I could have helped you here, Dave. Well, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't like some. It's fine. Well, we have like the YouTube links, and so it doesn't necessarily credit the the artist. And that so, is true. And some of them are are like troops or on websites like College Humor or things like that. Yes. So yeah, it's a little bit difficult to pinpoint. All right, I do. Yeah. Have, I can credit. It's it's Rachel and Eliza, and you can find them at rachelandeliza.com. No joke, but Rachel is spelled not like your daughter uh, Milt, but R A C H A E L. And the word and Eliza, typical spelling, dot com. You happy? Because you can't see. It's actually, that's her name. It's Rachel and Eliza. But, you know, that's her last name and Eliza. No, it's not. They're two different people. Okay. If I let the place, if I let the song play, there's another voice that comes in. So there's two people singing. Isn't that ironic? No, isn't it though? No, no. Keep it going, Dave. Okay. A few more to go. Number four. Instantly recognizable opening. Yeah, some of these, I imagine they just steal the instrumental track from the original. Yeah, this really does sound dead on. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to fast forward this one so he gets to the point. Yep. So when you try to have the force make sense, you introduce the midi-chlorians. And what's the deal with having me be dumped over? It'll become clear in a minute, I think. But you didn't have to change it all Make them like they never happened And the fans are nothing I don't even need your love You treat me like a panther And I feel so rough No, you didn't have to make them blow Have your friends direct your movies And they'll turn out better You think that you don't need them, no What happened to the songs that I used to know There it is the thing is, this thing does, this parody does two things very well. One, it mimics the original song by Gautier, Gautier, whatever his name is. That's it mimics right. it almost perfectly. The video is amazing. It looks like the original video. And the title of the song is great. What happened to the stars that I used to know? But, but man, it, it's kind of a slow build. <laughs> it is a slow build. Yeah. yeah but are, it is clever, too, because yeah, there are fun. lots and lots and lots of people who complained both about the George Lucas like prequels and then even the movies that followed later that they were just mucking up the entire Star Wars franchise. There are people who were like venomously mad about that stuff. Yeah. And I can imagine if you were venomously, this would be like the Bible. Right. Like, finally, somebody said it. Yeah. Well, I'm I mean, not one of those people. I'm, I don't obsess about these things. I don't obsess about it, but I was pissed about about episodes one, two and three. They, oh, they, they were they so did suck. Bad. Yeah. Uh, the well, the latest ones though are pretty uh, good. What is it? Uh, seven, eight, nine. I right. enjoyed them, and a lot of people were mad at those too. Uh, but, seven yeah, one, was two, great. Three. Seven was great. Eight and nine were okay, but one, two, and three they were just downright boring. boring. They were right? Slogs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they did a riff on that on the Simpsons where they're <laughs> they're t- they're like one of the scenes is 
So what happens next? What happens next is the council discusses this for the next 95 minutes, and then they just keep talking, and Bart and Lisa are watching it, and they're like, what the hell? This is supposed to be Star Wars. Anyway. I liked uh, the SNL where uh, the person playing George Lucas, bring me a Coke Zero. You will, <laughs> you will bring me a Coke Zero. Do you remember that? Well, he was using the Jedi mind trick to get someone exactly. to Exactly. Yes, it was like <laughs> no, auditions that. or something. It was very funny. Cool. Okay. Right, uh, three more to go, Dave. Three more to go. Number three. You know what that was? That was the, Oh, that was the scream. The Wilhelm scream, which we discussed right. on the pod. That's the way this song begins. Do it again. Okay. Dumped by Jake Gyllenhaal last year, so I bought this hipster voodoo doll with a beard. I'm stabbing him right in his Gyllenhaal. Still, he <laughs> won't return my calls. Why? I'm calling just to say that I moved on with my life. This will be the last time that I call tonight. Do you mind if I sleep on your lawn? I say I love you. We hate some depression sneaker. We were never, ever, ever actually together. <laughs> we remember, remember, remember smoking crack together. We eat chalk and did that sauce and had sex with the tree. Um, we have never, ever, ever done any of that together. Like, <laughs> I love that song. It's that great. turns the entire song on its head. Right. And. And really, the entire Taylor Swift catalog, right? Totally. <laughs> I mean, it is great. It, it, I mean, it's one of these great what ifs. It's kind of like when SNL does the thing where, what if Barry Gibb was actually an asshole, right? Or what if Neil Diamond was a psychotic narcissist, you know? What if Taylor Swift is actually nuts and is really just imagining all these boyfriends that she had and broke up that with? That is perfect. Now, there is, you know, isn't there a little small part of you that thinks. You know, Taylor writes a lot of songs about bad boyfriends and, like, being, you know, all this stuff. Right. You know, the old adage, if you can't spot the sucker at the poker table, <laughs> then you are the sucker. Yeah, right. Is it possible that maybe yep. Taylor might have some issues? Maybe? It's, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I hate to destroy <laughs> Tay-Tay Universe here, but it's possible? Well, you're using the same logic about the, the murder she wrote theory that Angela Lansbury every week shows up in a town where there's a murder what's the what's the common denominator angela herself she's the killer anyway uh very interesting i love yeah. that parody, but you know what really when you think i i think taylor swift is great i confess i haven't listened to her this album that is the greatest album of all time that just came out but she should be excused for that portion of her because she was i mean how old was she when she wrote all those songs but you know between 16 and 22 or something well, I mean, there were songs after that, too. Yeah. Yes, up through her 30s here, at least. But but it's like you write what you know about. So, yeah. you know, she was a teenager breaking up with boys. So I can't really blame you her. You know, there's an actual article. I think it's in Rolling Stone or something this week that's saying that the scheduling of Taylor Swift's upcoming tour mm -hmm. is screwing up weddings all across the country <laughs> because there are groups of females that are insisting they go to this yeah. concert tour. And if you schedule a wedding, it's, it mucks it all up. Isn't that great? Oh, my <laughs> God. I'd love to have that power. My goodness. Yeah, so when you send out the RSVP cards, say, 
yes, no, or I have tickets to Taylor Swift. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, Third category. People I'll understand. have the chicken. Right. <laughs> right. All right, Dave, two more to go. Two more to go. Almost there. Here we go. Number two. Everyone is special in their own way. Move to the beat and let your spirit out. As long as we got each other, we'll never have any trouble. That's what being friends is about. So I, I should set it up. So instead, since I can I'll pause it, since it's our podcast, I will. This is from South Park, and you got a picture, a bunch of kids in the cafeteria, girls singing first, and here's what happens next. Oh, yeah. Everyone is special in their own way, and we'll always be together as What the one. hell are they doing? <laughs> I have no idea. We together, together we'll stay. And every kid in school is special in their own way. Dude, girls are such fags. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boys are special in their own way. Girls. Now, this this totally needs and requires the setup, right? Because basically anybody who has ever watched High School Musical realized that it is an obsession. It was a total obsession for a group of kids, right? Right. And the Southport guys decided to parody that by having their high school actually erupt into its own high school musical. Am I right? Yeah, the part... Do I have that correct? Yeah, the part... I thought it was evident, but the part that I left out was they were talking about, have you seen High School Musical 3? And our four heroes, Cartman and Kyle, whatever their name is, and Kenny, they were all like, no, what's High School Musical 3? And everyone's going, you you don't know about it. It's the sequel to High School Musical Parts 1 and 2. You don't know High School... And these guys, for whatever reason, they're like, no, we don't get it. And yes... um. I don't know. You're, My you, kids were obsessed with High School Musical, and that parody is so dead on. Yeah. It's almost eerie. It's almost scary. Yeah. I remember watching it with my kids, and I think we even went to High School Musical live of some sort. And given that, um, you know, it, it is such a weird genre. It, it is, it, in a way, people said it was like the Grease for its generation, and it kind of was because Grease – Greece isn't a straight told story. It's a fairy tale. It's not the. It's not a real life thing. the The dialogue Obviously. isn't. The dialogue isn't realistic. And in High School Musical, it's these two young people that fall in love and then get separated and and then come back together. And the songs are so optimistic and earnest and just like you heard. But but I still enjoyed the movie. Actually, I mean, for what it was, <laughs> for what it was, I don't know. You know. Oh, it got so annoying though. Well, oh. yeah. When you have like obsessive like preteens and they just play it over and over and over again, mm, scary. Although I do know uh, loyal listener uh, Mike Flam was obsessed with High School Musical, so if he's <laughs> listening, he's probably offended by he, my disdain. He enjoyed it totally. I, I mean, beyond. He could sing all the lyrics. I can guarantee you that. I like the basketball song "Get Your Head in the Game." It incorpor- that's a good one. Incorporated the squeaking of sneakers on a gym floor into the actual music, which was the first time anyone's ever tried that. Zach Efron, dreamy, dreamy for sure. Total dreamboat. Before Milt, we get to number one. We have a few awards to give out. The first award is best parody 
of the song Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm gonna mm. give you, I'm giving you a few honorable mentions before we get to uh, the winner of this one. This is Bohemian Rhapsody, Star Wars edition. Is that a small moon? No, it's a space station. Caught in the Death Star. No escape from this tractor beam. Oh, be close your eyes. Be one with the force and see. What is it about Star Trek, Star Wars people, that they just... Yeah, it's bizarre. Star Wars fans are obsessive and have time on their hands. I guess you can consider this uh, another honorable mention here. I can't, I can't see out of my eyes, so I'm just going to play. I can't see what it says on my screen. Oh no! Oh, oh this is Bohemian Cat City. Staying oh. up all night, race round the house at three. Show you my backside after nudging you to pet me. Obsessed with flies, a box half my size fits me. What? Why? Yeah, I know. I'm thinking the same thing. And this is one where they they took time to produce this. The video are for singing cats. That took a little bit of time. But it's amazing how people put so much time into this. I mean, I suppose people that are obsessed... People probably sending it to their friends who are obsessed with cats. They're like, oh, my God, you'll think this is so funny. Uh, this, I believe, is Bohemian Rhapsody, the COVID version. Is this a fever? Is this just allergies? Caught in a lockdown. No escape from the family. Now, you got to admit, those harmonies are awesome. Pretty damn yeah. good, right? I, I, I wonder if one guy. Just hand So many of these during the pandemic. Uh, we have one more honorable mention, I believe. Yes, this is Menopause Rhapsody. Is this my new life? Irritability. <laughs> Shutting down inside. I can't sleep and I'm so is she. <laughs> That's fine. That's where he thighs. This is my demise, you see. Oh, that one must erupt in the chorus and goes. I'm just alone. You want to, you want to hear the opera part of that one? Sure. I don't Just obey, oh, I say, oh. And, uh, but. What's acor- the winner, Dave? According to you and I, the winner are none others. Is this the real life? The Muppets! Is this just fantasy? 
Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. You gotta jump to the, uh, and, this and, one you gotta jump to and, the, uh, and, the blast. Well, I wanna hear Animal first. Mama! <laughs> Mama? <laughs> Mama! So, I mean, do the Muppets ever really get old? I don't think they do. They rarely miss. Right, too. right. Like there was when the Muppet movie came out and they there's the chicken version of the song Fuck You by CeeLo Green. Yeah. Where they were just going. I started. I couldn't control my laughter. I was literally dying in the theater. It was great. Well, that's and that was that was really if if I got the story right, Jason Siegel's idea to to revive the Muppets, and it's it was genius because that movie was about reviving the Muppets, and it did revive the Muppets. Yeah. And they, ah, they so clever. And so he goes into and it's the old dusty Muppet that's been abandoned, and what happened to the Muppets? And then sure enough, he really did bring them back. Brought them um, back. Yeah. Okay, we have a couple more awards to give out. No honorable mention in these, so they'll be quick. This is the, for the most inappropriate parody, I give you the Sex Offender Shuffle. As a resident of Miami-Dade County, it is your right to know the names and likenesses of sex offenders living in your area. As a public service, we have created this videotape so that you and your friends and family can stay aware, stay safe, and maybe even have a little fun. Enjoy. What? Super Bowl Shuffle. Right, Super Bowl Shuffle parody. We were bad, but now we're good. We're moving into your neighborhood. You know we're trying our best to be functioning members of society. We're not here to start no trouble. We're doing here to fight the sex offender shuffle. I'm Larry oh, Howard, awful. and I'll refrain from touching my neighbor's kids again. What I did was not too kind but i'm a nice guy you'll come to find i've got a backyard and a real nice pool y'all should come over for a barbecue we can make some cold drinks in my blender but do keep in mind that i'm a sex offender <laughs> vernon douglas <laughs> is my name my battery arrest is what brought me fame but there's much more to know about me i love to dance and i love to ski i zip and zoom on through the snow just strap on my boots and watch me go but i can't ski until december till then i'm just a Sex offender. <laughs> I think it, I think it's a hilarious. Apparently, I saw a little, a couple mentions on the internet that some people actually thought this was real. Can you imagine? But I, I mean, listen, it is not a funny subject. That's why it won the most inappropriate parody. But I thought it was uh, great that the poor guys are trying to go. I also like to ski. You know, it's like, it's like hey, come on, please, give me a break, please. That SNL sketch where. Uh, Will Forte on on Halloween goes trick or treating and says, "By the way, I'm a sexual offender. I'm a sex offender." And starts so explaining. bad. I know. All right, we have uh, two more awards. I believe this one is for the best low budge parody. This I, I will tell you is a parody of the song "Photograph" by Nickelback. And just hang with the lyrics; you will you'll get the point in a moment.
now his eyes get so red. And what the hell is that on Ross's head? This is where I grew up. And this is where I also grew up. My parents weren't divorced or anything. We just moved when I was 10. And this is where I went to school. And this is where Ross went to school. We had a really fun time at school. And our parents bought us these jackets. I lettered in soccer. And Ross lettered in a lot more stuff. But Ross went to the poor school. It's not as hard to letter in stuff there. I mean, <laughs> I think it's crazy. Who, who are these guys? Uh, I don't know. Uh, she decided. I mean, how did, who came up with that? Looks like the Bloomington brothers. You can go to bloomingtonbros.bandcamp.com. I just think it's it's just a it's just uh, a guy, just an ordinary guy, just describing going through photographs. Isn't that great? I mean, you, you know, you and I could have come up with that. And 100%. this is and this is my dog. I loved not as much as my other dog. He ran away one day or whatever. Uh, Nickelback. It's perfect. I have one more word to give before we get to the number one song, and I'll call this the most self-aware parody, and it once again recalls the classic film version of Grease. What? Whoa. What? Come on, Thunderbirds, what do I say? Oh, is that something that happens to you, Kaniki? Like they put up a fight? That is not cool. <laughs> Guys, I was messing with you. Come on. <laughs> I haven't even watched the rest of that, but I love it. <laughs> Politically incorrect fifties uh, right. takeoff there, hmm. right? But the but 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 fair that it, the par- first part is in the song. Did she put up a fight? That right, and that's, that's the point. Not, they were like, that, wait, wait, what? Yeah, no, that does not hold up well. No. All right, we're at the top of the charts, Milt. Oh, exciting! So what we're here, we don't need to recap the top ten. No, I don't think we'll do that. What are you? Eat, course, what are you eating, by the way? I'm eating popcorn. The movies. All right. Yeah, I mean, basically, these are all like mini movies. And they are. Yes. Let's talk about mini movies. Yeah. This should come as no surprise because the uh, artist at number one really creates the most perfect parody music and videos ever made. Number one. Your butt is wide. Well, mine is too. Just watch your mouth or I'll sit on you. The word is out. Better treat me right, cause I'm the king of cellulite. Ham on, ham on, ham on whole wheat, 
That ham on whole wheat might have been my favorite part of the song. It's fantastic. My zippers bust, my buckles break. I'm too much man for you to take. The pavement cracks when I fall down. I've got more chins than Chinatown. <laughs> Not enough, I never used enough. a phone booth and I never seen my toes. When I'm going to the movies, I take up seven rows because I'm fat, fat, I'm fat. So, of course, it's Weird Al Yankovic with Yankovic with fat. One question. If Al Yankovic was had classic, classic, handsome looks and a, and a nice, classic rock and roll voice, would he have turned out the way he did? No. <laughs> no, because part he he is weird and he does look weird. I mean, he. He enhances that. He intentionally makes him out, makes himself. He, he nerds himself. He nerds, up yes, part but, of his persona, right? right? But he does. He is kind of a weird-looking guy, and his voice is silly. Or is that a, is that a put-on for the songs? Well, I haven't heard him play songs straight. I've only heard him do parodies. Right? Yeah. Maybe he has a lovely voice. Maybe he's like got ripped, like bulging biceps. I think this is an act. It adds. Right? It but it adds to the humor of it that the. Whereas a lot of these other listen to us dissecting parody songs, right? but, but 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 some of these sometimes a parody is funny because it sounds exactly like the guy. His are funny because he sounds nothing like Michael Jackson. Exactly, and, and, and that's still, what makes the. I mean, the, the songs sound very similar. The videos when he does fat and eat it and things like that, yeah. he uses the same sets. He wants to be like, what if something ridiculous were actually happening in the exact same locations? as these very self-serious right. videos and songs. Right. And he plays them up perfectly, and it works better because he's a dweeb, right? Yeah, and just uh, loads all kinds of little jokes into the videos. Like, I think it's this song where he's he's doing the Michael Jackson, ho, ho, and then someone hands him a ho, and he goes, ho. It's it's a ho, like the, the gardening tool. I got gotcha. <laughs> It's great. Um, well, he the only reason he didn't have more in our little countdown here is because we made the rule... But I wanted to play just a few clips of a, a little bit of tribute to Weird Al. Weird Al. I actually don't know if I'd heard this one before. It's a great one, the eBay song. Yeah. He could sing. Yeah, well, not bad. Still sounds like Al. Pink bathrobe are rare. <laughs> snow globe a smurf. TV. I bought on eBay my house. It's clever. Oh, it's great. And he goes through a whole bunch of items. And I imagine that the Backstreet Boys song came out around the same time that eBay was a big thing. You know, so he, he's really great at, at figuring out just what the perfect thing is. Um, this is another good one. Everybody shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listen up. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Woo! If you can't write in the proper way, maybe you flunked that class. And 
See, they should, they probably play this in English classes because he actually has some real advice going up. Listen a little totally. bit. Right. He already did two great ones. Less and fewer. People have co- completely forgotten that. If you can count it, totally. if you can count it, it's fewer. If you can't count it, it's less. So less anger, fewer pencils or whatever. People get that wrong all the time. I could care less. I could care less. People say that all the time. It it doesn't make any sense. He, that means you can care less. This is exactly what he says in the song. And then he gets he gets to oh he gets to my favorite. See if I can find it. The the he even attacks the literally thing. And I think this might be it. Sophisticated, uh, yeah, this, this one, a long way from well, that. He, yeah, he just he kept getting better, right? And this one was, um, huge, big, big time produced up video. This is tacky. This is the last one we'll play, but it's a good one. This one is is like spot on. Sounds like the the Pharrell song "Happy," and it's funny because in the video, I think these are kind of famous people, or maybe they they're even famous influencers. Milt, I don't know. That would make more sense, that, right? right? And they're they're lip syncing, but it's still Al's voice, which is funny. <laughs> um, Do you know, I, I this is the truth. My my wife can attest to this. I sometimes sing my own version of this, and I sing the song "Crappy." Oh, really? Because yeah. I'm crappy. Which I would have thought that would have been in. He made it a little more clever. But well, I went the opposite of happy and I went with crappy. Well, he used and to. I thought was the right thing to do. He used to fall back on food. If you didn't. Yes. If, yes, and, that was over and over. And my I, bologna. I, right. Yeah. My bologna, fat, eat it. We're all really about eating. And <laughs> and so I, I remember in an interview, someone asked him, why are all your songs about food? And he said, I don't think I would be here today if I didn't have food. This <laughs> was kind of funny. There's a retort. Yep. All right. Well, well this was fun. Go. This was a super quick episode, and for I'm happy us. we are able yep. to get you guys in and out in less than an hour for a change. <laughs> right. um, but we will be back for a regularly scheduled podcast um, next week, right, Dave? I hope. Yes. Yeah, we will continue our pattern of doing visiting a chart in years past on the Billboard charts. And then doing a special episode. As usual, keep those cards and letters coming. Email us, Time Machine Pod. Uh, I screwed it up again. Top10timemachine at gmail.com. That's top 10 T-E-N, Time Machine at gmail.com. The website is timemachinepod.com. And On his game as usual. 
I've only got one eye, man. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I really should have a little more sympathy, shouldn't I? God, get those disposable contacts, man. All right? Like I told you, make the change. Make that change. I will make the change. Then I'll be able to be able to see baloney from Bologna. Mm. I have baloney on the brain for some reason. Thank you, everyone. Go watch the Word Owl movie. I'll be watching it over the next week or two. Uh, send us your thoughts and emails about this episode and even about that movie, whether you dug it or not. That's right. And, Mill, you know what? You're not fat. I'm big bold. <laughs> See you later. You're a fart face, and I don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs>